48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Beijing hits out at Washington's decision to impose visa restrictions on some mainland officials. Hong Kong's sole member of the National People's Congress Standing Committee wants the national security legislation to be retroactive. And the Labour Secretary warns that the city's unemployment rate is probably higher than 6%. The Foreign Ministry Office in Hong Kong said it resolutely opposes Washington's decision to impose visa restrictions on some mainland officials, saying the United States must immediately rectify its mistake and stop meddling in SAR and mainland affairs or risk powerful retaliation from Beijing. Priscilla M reports. In a statement, the office accused the U.S. of fooling itself and confusing right and wrong by claiming that Beijing has destroyed Hong Kong's high level of autonomy. It said nobody is more committed to upholding one country, two systems, and more concerned about Hong Kong's stability and people's livelihoods than the central government. With the national security law about to come into effect in Hong Kong, it said darkness will finally be driven out by light. The office also called on Washington to stop using the Sino-British Joint Declaration as an excuse to meddle in the SAR's affairs. It stressed that the heart of the agreement was about China resuming its sovereignty over Hong Kong, which means other countries, including the U.S. and Britain, have no authority over the SAR. Hong Kong's sole member of the National People's Congress Standing Committee, Tam Yu Chong, says it would be meaningless to bring up some people's opposition to the impending national security legislation when the MPCSC meets to discuss details of the bill tomorrow. Speaking to reporters before heading to the capital, Mr. Tam said since the enactment of the law is inevitable, there's no point discussing some people's resentment towards it. Instead, he said he plans to reflect other views on the legislation, including calls for it to be retroactive and for the penalties to be heavy enough. The Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, Eric Zeng, has said in a CCTV interview that he has been longing for national security legislation for a long time, adding that it shows the country's good intentions for Hong Kong. Jimmy Choi reports. Speaking on state television, the official said he had been saddened to see the unprecedented situation in Hong Kong over the past year, which has brought huge damage to the city's law and order and social stability, as well as posed a significant risk to national security. He said when he heard the National People's Congress was going to enact a national security law for Hong Kong, his first reaction was that he had been longing for this for a long time. He said the setting up of the national security law shows the country's love for Hong Kong. The police have rejected the Civil Human Rights Front's application to hold a march from Victoria Park to government headquarters in Admiralty on July 1st, citing public health concerns and the risk of violence. The police also banned the Front's request to hold rallies in Victoria Park and outside government headquarters that day. The Front's vice convener Eric Lai says it's not surprising, and rejection is obvious, the rejection is obviously politically motivated. Obviously, they do not want to have a strong majority of citizens on street opposing the national security law and make it become international attention again. The health concern is not consistent with the government decisions to reopen the ocean park, which could also cause a large crowd in outdoor areas. An appeal board has also dismissed the pro-democracy district councillor's bid to overturn the police's decision to reject his applications to hold rallies tomorrow and on July 1st. 
Eastern District Councillor Andy Choi had wanted to stage a march from East Point Road in Causeway Bay to Chater Road in Central on both days. Mr Choi had proposed social distancing measures for participants, but the bid was rejected on public health grounds because of COVID-19 and the violence on July 1st last year. Mr Choi presented his arguments before the appeal board, but they agreed with the police. Not only regards the virus, but also they claim that if they pass our application, it will seriously affect the commissioner of the police to do their job, to possess their duty. In the meeting, we have also said that not only the show, also the ocean park, there are also many, many people. And then they talk about the virus. We mentioned also the NTR every day, there are 170,000 passengers, but they're still okay. How can they use such kind of reasons to reject us? RTHK, the time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The Labour Secretary, Lo Chi Kuang, says he believes Hong Kong's unemployment rate from April to June will exceed 6%, and he's not optimistic about the unemployment situation in the near future. The city's jobless rate climbed to a 15-year high in the period March to May, hitting 5.9%. He doesn't expect it to fall below 3% for several years. The Labour Secretary also said the government does not want to roll out any policy that would encourage a large number of foreign domestic helpers to come to Hong Kong during the pandemic, saying this would pose a huge burden on the city's anti-pandemic efforts. His response comes amid calls from employment agencies for the government to offer hotels or government facilities to quarantine the helpers expected to arrive in the next few months. Mr. Law admits it's not ideal for helpers to be quarantined in cramped flats, saying the government will provide information for employers and agencies on cheap accommodation. But he stressed the government should not encourage an influx of helpers. The number of people who have actually came back from Philippines to Hong Kong in the past one month is only around 1,700. Okay, with a very small number. But if we allow people and provide such facilitation that directly or indirectly encourage them to come, that number will jump up very quickly. Every day we have about two to three flights from Manila. So you will expect if 500 of them came back every day, that within 14 days we have 7,000. Health authorities have recorded one more imported coronavirus case, taking the tally here to 1,197. The 39-year-old woman was asymptomatic and had been in the Philippines for the past six months. If no local cases are confirmed today, then the city will have gone two weeks without a confirmed local case of COVID-19. Ireland's lower house of parliament has approved Michal Martin as the country's new prime minister, or Taoiseach. Mr Martin will head a coalition government involving his Fianna Foil party, their traditional rivals Fianna Gael and the Greens. The outgoing Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said the agreement had ended civil war politics, a reference to the bitter party dispute that followed Irish independence. The BBC's Chris Page has more. The biggest political rivalry in this country's history has come to an end. The outgoing Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar of Fine Gael, is to become Deputy Prime Minister, making way for Micheál Martin to lead an unprecedented coalition. Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael have dominated governments here for almost a century. The two parties which grew out of the two sides in the Irish Civil War have never before been in power together. They needed the support of the Green Party to have a parliamentary majority. A swarm of locusts has invaded a suburban area of the Indian capital, Delhi, forcing residents to shut windows and doors. People have been posting videos of tens of thousands of the insects on rooftops in the city of Guguram. Here's the BBC's Anbarasan Etherajan. 
The government is asking people to keep banging their pots and pans to drive away these locusts. And obviously they can't use pesticides in a very crowded residential areas. What people are afraid is about, uh, you know, household plants first. Second, about the gardens in many small neighborhoods. You know, you have the squires with the greenery. And Delhi is also full of parks and nature reserves are nearby Delhi. So people are worried about those. And of course, uh, some of these uh, high-end people are worried about golf courses. A U.S. federal judge has ordered the release of 124 migrant children held at three family detention centers infected with the coronavirus. Judge Dolly Gee said the centers in the, in the states of Kansas, Pennsylvania and Texas were, in her words, on fire, and there was no more time for half measures. She ruled that the children must be released by mid-July into the custody of suitable sponsors. To sports now, and Nuno Espirito Santo is backing the Wolves to step up their bid to qualify for the Champions League after Leander Dendonker sealed a 1-0 win at Aston Villa that lifted them into fifth place in the Premier League. Nuno's side made it three successive victories since the Premier League restart. Wolves have yet to concede a goal following the coronavirus hiatus and are now just two points behind fourth-place Chelsea and three ahead of sixth-place Manchester United. Both Chelsea and United have a game in hand on Wolves due to their FA Cup involvement this weekend. Wolves are unbeaten in eight league games and have won three successive top-flight away matches for the first time since 1980. In contrast, Villa are without a win in eight league games and are trapped in the relegation zone on goal difference. And to end the news, top stories again. Beijing hits out at Washington's decision to impose visa restrictions on some mainland officials. Hong Kong's sole member of the National People's Congress Standing Committee wants the national security legislation to be retroactive. And the Labour Secretary warns that the city's unemployment rate is probably higher than 6%. The news from RTHK.
They'll be bringing you flowers in the pouring rain. They are DJ Spoonie featuring the Sugar Babes. Flowers. On RTHK Radio 3, on the way, apart from the isolated showers, tonight and tomorrow will be mainly fine and hot. Minimum uh, temperature will be about 28 degrees tomorrow morning, and the maximum during the day will be around 32 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. The outlook for the uh, following couple of days remaining mainly fine and hot. And then more showers on the way in the middle and latter parts of next week. Current temperatures 30 degrees with a relative humidity of 81%.